everybody. Welcome to Couch Co-op. I'm your host, Andy Yeager. Uh, Dylan is not here tonight. He decided to spend the night with his family, 4th of July. I get it. Uh, even though he lied to me, he said there would be a podcast tonight, so I was ready. Filling in for Dylan, we have special guest, Roach. Sup, you fucking nerds. Okay, sup, you fucking nerds. Nice. Uh, on tonight's podcast, we're going to be discussing... Spider-Man Maximum Carnage for Sega Genesis. Uh, but before we get into that, Roach and I went and saw a little movie tonight. Oh yeah, it's real good. Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, so instead of news, we're going to be given a little, uh, just a spoiler review. Not spoiler free, spoiler heavy review. We'll just talk about it. So if you don't like that, go fuck yourself. I'll put time, I'll put the time code in the description. Or so, that, and... yeah. And I may, like, splice and say, skip ahead, but I might not also. Uh, okay, so starting off, Roach had not seen Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. No. What an idiot. That was a mistake. But you did see Endgame. Yes. Yep. And I think this game or this movie really jumps off of Endgame. It kind of closes the chapter. There's It's very Iron Man heavy, even though he's not in it. There's a lot of references to him, Captain America, just kind of closing that chapter of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I think it's a great ending to that whole series. And it's nice. It's a nice contained movie. So basically what's happening is, well, they, they start off with referencing the uh, the snap, which in this movie they call the blip. The blip. <laughs> so everybody that... Uh, was snapped, they're back now, and they're their exact same age. Everybody who stayed is five years older. So there's kids in their class that were maybe 12 at the time, now 17. That comes into play later. Um, and the, But the main cast of the Spider-Man universe is still the same age. So you got Ned, you got uh, MJ, Spider-Man, obviously, he got snapped. He, yeah. That was in Endgame. Uh, what? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah well, Flash Thompson thanks for ruining that, is back. I guess the teachers, but they're already adults, so who knows? Uh, Betty Brant plays a big role. So yeah, it just it kind of explains that, and then it jumps uh, right into a little um, summer vacation class, class field trip, field trip, science class field trip. Uh, you can. Well, I mean, it sounds like a fancy class field trip. Yeah, they're going to fucking Europe. Yeah, well, we didn't do that. No. I can tell you that. We also didn't go to high school in Brooklyn. No. Or Queens, I guess. Did we not? We did not. Uh, The movie just takes off from there. They go to Europe. They... Peter Parker's big idea is to just try and uh, make a connection with MJ all the while. There are some elemental monsters that are just causing destruction, and a new character appears, Mysterio. If you're familiar with Spider-Man comics, obviously he's a bad guy. But it you seems, don't know that in the movie. It seems pretty fucking cool, I mean, let's be fair. Jake Gyllenhaal stars as Mysterio. He was pretty cool. It seemed very nice. Yeah. Kind of filled in that fatherly role for uh, from Tony Stark. It appeared that way. He played the fatherly role, yeah, for sure. And then things take a turn. Spider-Man starts to figure some shit out. 
And then, obviously, Mysterio is not a good guy. No. But let's talk about... Uh, what was what was your favorite part of the movie? I guess I, I'm I have one in my head. I enjoyed that they had the struggle with him trying to cope with Tony being gone. Yes, I that think that's a big that's a big deal. That's a big deal. I think it, it's the overarching theme of the movie. I think it it shows the human side of of what they're having to deal with after all of this. No, this is Roach hasn't seen Homecoming. I think I already said that. So he didn't. You didn't like this Peter Parker. I was not impressed with him when he showed up in Captain America. Civil War. Yeah, Civil War. I, he just seemed like a little bitch. I mean, well, there's no other way to put it. Stole Captain America's shield. So I don't... Yeah, that's a bitch move. <laughs> Captain America's fucking cool. Okay, I agree with that. Um, yeah, I can't believe you didn't watch it. I thought you've seen all... Have you seen all... That's the only one I have not seen. Are you fucking serious? I'm sorry. That's one of the better ones. You're well, not the I, only you one. You can't beat Tobey Maguire. So You're I not mean. the only one on this podcast who's been on this podcast who hasn't seen that. Tyler has also not. Well, I mean, it just didn't It didn't interest me as much. I don't think that the Spider-Man series as, is as interesting. Is, I'm assuming that's because there's been two other iterations of the that character. Could be. Yeah. Andrew Garfield's... Eh. I didn't see those either. Really? Yeah, I... Well, I, I take that back. I saw part of the one with uh, Jamie Foxx. Not impressed. Not good. That was no. not good. Yeah. That's why they canceled it. Yeah, well, he's not a good actor either, so. Wow. Yeah. Uh, first. The Tobey Maguire ones, I, I mean, the, the first two aren't not bad. Uh, the third one is awful. I think we've said that multiple times on this podcast, but. What are you talking about? The part with the slick back hair or... The dancing. It's the dancing. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, He's got moves. Well, Eric Foreman is Venom. That's not great. Casting. What do you, what do you mean? It's all alright. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, the But this movie... I, I, I like how these Spider-Man movies have kind of been condensed. They're smaller villains. So the, the villain in Homecoming was Vulture. It's just like... Villain that they've never really used. They kind of fleshed him out a little bit. Uh, Mysterio's underused as well. He was never in the originals. And they, what they did with Mysterio in this movie is very spot on from the the comic book iteration and like the the old TV series. I mean, he's just playing mind games. So eventually, Spider Man figures out that Jake Gyllenhaal is not who he claims to be. He claims to be from a different universe. And he's just lying. And these elemental monsters that are destroying these uh, European cities, they're just drones causing the damage, and it's just illusions. Once he figures that out, then Mysterio kind of figures out that he knows. And that's where I think the best part of the movie is, is when Mysterio tricks him. The, in, the, in the middle That's a pretty there. good play, yeah. That yeah. is fucking, yeah. that is fucked up. Because yeah. I, when I was watching that, I mean, it's just mind games. Spider-Man doesn't know left from right. He sees Mysterio, so he goes to punch him. Then he punches, a like, a concrete pillar. Yeah. Fucks up his hand. Uh, then he, he just, like, trick after trick after trick. He thinks, at one point, Nick Fury shoots him in the back. So Mysterio's dead. And then, turns out, Mysterio is actually portraying Nick Fury, and then he... Jumps in front of a train. So, that's, that was fucking wild. I like the bar scene. I thought that the 
the trickery there was pretty cool where he, you know, had, had made, oh, put yeah. all the people into the bar and of course there were the people that he was working with were in there too. But. Yeah, there was a nice callback to different characters from the MCU, like uh, the scientist who got He's yelled at. Kind of offset characters. First Iron Man. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I did. Uh, but that's not the whole movie. I mean, that, that is the major plot is him, Mysterio's trying to... He knows that Iron Man's dead, so he's trying to become the next Iron Man. And in order to do that, he's trying to be accepted. Which I didn't see... My problem with it is I didn't understand what his long game was there. Because he didn't have, like, normal villain intentions. He wasn't trying to, like, take over the world or get a bunch of money. The other problem was, is what happens when a real villain comes along? How is he going to stop them? Right. I, I I don't know what his that I that's that's the thing. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish because it, if he wanted to be a part of the Avengers, that's one thing, but he didn't have, have any, some kind of ability. Yeah, he didn't have anything. He was no. just he was just playing with drones and shit. And any real enemy, any real bad guy is going to have powers that are going to stop drones. I mean, that's all there is to say about that. You would think. He would have been useless. Exactly. He would have been a fraud. Uh, but I thought Jake Gyllenhaal did a good job. I thought he was, he was, I had mentioned this in the theater when we watched it, but he was originally, there was a moment in the original trilogy with Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi's trilogy that Tobey Maguire, he had hurt his back and he was wanting more money from carrying those movies. Yeah, exactly. Well, the first one is, but yes, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, he was wanting a huge pay raise to do the second one. And Sam Raimi was like, okay, well, we'll just get Jake Gyllenhaal to be, it probably would have been better back then, but, uh, that didn't happen. Toby Maguire folded like a coward. Uh, the subplot of the movie though is Spider-Man or Peter Parker and his relationship with MJ. More of like a, it's kind of like a teen romance in that uh, in that aspect. A lot of '80s vibes. Um, they're just they're on this field trip, and that's that's where he's torn. He wants to spend time with her. He doesn't really want to be a hero at the moment. But I thought that I thought that uh, made for pretty good conflict when it came to you know all these elementals just popping up in the cities that they were going to. Obviously, it played out that that was all kind of planned, but. Um, I liked it. I, it's not your typical superhero movie, and it isn't as big as Endgame was, because that was that's it's like a massive blockbuster, and typically the movies coming off of those are usually very small, and this felt pretty small. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I I I gave a lot of consideration to was the fact that there were no real cameos. Mm-mm. No, there was there was nobody in it. There were no other Avengers. Nick Fury. Yeah, and he played a pretty big role. The chick from How I Met Your Mother, who cares about her? Yeah, she was... Useless role. Maria Hill. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, I was surprised there wasn't another villain involved, too. Because typically with these movies, there's always two. Well, generally, there's some kind of cameo from another Avenger. Right, that's the way it's kind of been. I mean, you got Happy... Um, is it Happy Hogan? Yeah. He was in it. But the, the, everybody that was in this movie played a pretty big role. It kind of, that's why it kind of felt like a self-contained movie. Because I feel like you could go and watch this movie, having not seen the other Marvel movies, and 
maybe there would be some loose ends there, but it would feel pretty concise. I think it was an obvious end for the previous phase. I think they want to they want to establish that Spider-Man's not going to be the new power because that's what they alluded to the whole time is, oh, is he going to take over as the new Iron Man? Right. The obvious answer there throughout this movie is no, he's not ready for that. Right. They pretty much kept screaming it throughout the movie. That's true. And, I mean, there there was a lot of Iron Man references. It it was almost like a... uh, An an homage to him. Yeah, like like just, okay, yeah, he died in the last one. Let's make this one more lighthearted so you're not depressed that your favorite hero's gone. Yeah. Which, Iron Man was never my favorite. Second favorite. But Cap was the best. Oh, yeah, Captain America's the guy. I Cap mean, still is the best. Can't beat that. Um, okay, so that's the movie, basically. Um, he does defeat Jake Gyllenhaal. But there are some post-credit scenes in this, and they are big. At least the first one. The second one, not so much. I don't really know. Uh, but we'll talk about both of them real quick. The first one. At the end of the movie, uh, MJ and Peter swing around the city. Their boyfriend, girlfriend at this point, I think. I, who knows? Oh, yeah. They're there's lovers. A, little, a couple a of little, lovebirds. There's a writing part. Exactly. Yes, there is. Roach, notice that. Mm. Uh, she is of age. That's why they call him the cockroach. No, they don't call him that. <laughs> it's not they, they're swinging around the city. They end up back on Times Square, and Spider-Man's like, okay, I'll... Back to work. Gotta go. And then a little news blip shows up on the screen. One of the one of the walls of the uh, skyscrapers. And it is none other than uh, J.K. Simmons portraying J. Jonah Jameson again, which is great. Yeah, I loved it. That was a that was a cameo. That's a that's a, that's a good cameo. That's a good that throwback. Was fucking awesome. Everybody, he's the best J. Jonah Jameson ever. Yeah. And that is nice that they brought him back in to do the same role. Um, but what he says is, there's a video clip of Jake Gyllenhaal, or Mysterio, saying that Spider-Man was behind the whole thing, and Spider-Man is Peter, Peter Parker, Parker, and then they show his face, and he's just like, what the fuck, and then it cuts. <laughs> so, there's a lot of implications here. I don't know where they could take that. I mean, obviously, Spider-Man has had his identity identity revealed before. Uh, but he was also not in high school when that happened, so. So I'm assuming that this last phase of movies is going to be the last set with with this strain of characters. What do you mean? So, the people that are left in the universe, Thor, Spider-Man, the characters that are portraying them, the actors that are portraying them, this last phase is going to be it with these characters. So I think they're ramping up for something big. What do you think? I don't know. I I don't know. I, I would... I mean, I, obviously when these movies, this next run of movies is over, they're not going to have Chris Hemsworth back to be Thor. Ooh, you think? No, I, just, I think that once this final phase of Marvel's plan is over, I think this this universe will be done. No, no chance. Because they just got the rights to Fantastic Four. They just I got think the it'll be a reboot. X-Men. They're not going to restart it. You really think? Yeah, I mean, some of these characters are going to age. Some of these actors are going to age. Sure, but they're, there's, they age in the comics as well, and I think that's where, that's where, like, okay, Tom Holland 
Sure, he's young. Do you think they're going to come back around with like fifty-five-year-old Thor? Come back here with my cane. But he's not fifty-five. He's only thirty-five. That umbrella is going to be a cane, and it's not going to be a hammer anymore. He's going to be walking around with it. Well, you know what? He's still kick your fucking ass. Well, yeah, I mean he's huge and he's incredible. Yeah, uh, he's just a little bit. But a lot of the characters are CGI. So and they've got that de aging technology. So I don't know. I think it all depends on if these guys want to do it. And there's rumors that Chris Evans could come back and be Captain America again. There's rumors that they might do. You know, it might take five six years. But, but they they squashed the multiverse here. They did. Yeah, they I thought that it. was going to be a big yeah. part of it. I mean, they uh, they killed that. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They did. You're right. We unless they're going to come, unless that. they're going to come back in the next movie and be like, oh, surprise! There really is a multiverse. They could. I mean, but you ne- you just never know. I mean, even that last scene where Mysterio was saying, "Oh, Spider Man," Mysterio could still be alive. Master of Illusion. He gets shot. It looked like a hole through his chest. You don't know that those illusions... He wasn't illusing... Uh, 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 th- that wasn't an illusion. Yeah, he asked the glasses if he was dead and it said yes. Yeah. You don't know if that was an illusion. <laughs> you just don't know! They're illusions, Michael. They In in Homecoming, they were building... <laughs> what's, what's he say? Tricks are... Wait, tricks are something a whore, whore, whore does, does for, for money. money. Yes. Yeah. Glad we got there. Yeah. In, at the end of Homecoming, they were kind of setting up for Sinister Six. Vulture's in prison, meets a guy with a scorpion tattoo on his neck. Mysterio's part of the Sinister Six. You know they're eventually going to get to Doc Ock. I would hope Rhino, which he's cool. Yeah. And then Green Paul Goblin. Paul will be back for that. I fucking hope. And then Green Goblin is the he's the big he's the big one for Spider Man. You know they're not touching him right now because they've already done it twice, but they'll get there. Um, I think they have to bring that back. I mean, that's a that's a stable character. I'm just I'm just intrigued by where they go because if Peter Parker, his identity's out there, that will make for a very interesting next Spider-Man movie or even the next Marvel movie. I mean, in Civil War, the comic book series, Peter Parker was on Iron Man's side. He mm-hmm. would have. He would have revealed his identity there, so... It's true. It's true. The, but, like, in that comic book, he was also not a kid in high school. So that has some... There's some difference there. He was he was much older, and Wait, he finally revealed who You he know was. what this means? He's just going to have to get his GED. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people have to do that. That's true. they got to get right to work. He's got... Yeah. Oh, man. That movie was good. That was the be- I Honestly, that might have been the best part. Rating? The, out of... A hundred, obviously. Rotten like a Rotten Tomato, Tomato score. Um, I think I'd probably give it like an 85. Ooh, okay. Not, it's not perfect. I gave it an 87. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. It was good. It's not as good as... And maybe that's just because... I some of the things that happened in it I didn't expect and some of the things that wanted to happen didn't happen. I think is where I kind of lie on that. Cuz I mean I was expecting other I was expecting at least one more real villain. There was nobody else. It was just Mysterio. And that's fine. And I was expecting more than just a big drone fight at the end. That was a little lame to me. It looked cool and it it was it was it ended quick. 
It did. It was it a just fast kinda, fight. It was. Um, and I kind of saw the whole thing coming. Because you know Mysterio is not a good guy. So, not bad. There were some good parts. Honestly, I like the parts better when he's Peter Parker more so than Spider-Man. Not that the Spider-Man parts were bad, but I just like seeing that character fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, good character arc. I do have one con, though. And I don't know if you're going to agree with me here. <laughs> oh, God. There was no nudity in this movie. <laughs> and that's always that always deducts at least five points yeah. from my rating. I will say Marissa Tomei. Wow. Those pants. She's rocking those 80s style jeans. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Daddy like Love her. Okay, that's our review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Go check it out. It's a good movie. And most people that listen to this like the Marvel movies, so just... Do it. Go see it like you were going to anyway. Uh, if you have not seen it by the time this podcast rolls out, which is understandable, it's 4th of July weekend, just skip this part. But by now it's too late. Uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we get back... No news this week, by the way. We're going to take a short break. When we get back... We'll get into a little uh, Maximum Carnage for Sega Genesis. We'll see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to travel through time. I bid you adieu. shitheads uh that felt weird we're back are we back we're back we're doing the review of maximum carnage spider-man and venom and maximum carnage for the sega genesis also came out for the super nintendo in 1994 uh side-scrolling beat-em-up game single player uh you play as spider-man and eventually you get the choice to choose between spider-man and venom and it follows the comic book storyline of the time, Maximum Carnage, which Carnage is a pretty big villain. Um, Roach, initial thoughts. Game was fucking dog shit. Okay, we're <laughs> just getting out in the open here. Just gonna clear the air. I don't know if the game was dog shit, but I do know that it is fucking hard. Maybe that was on purpose. I know a lot of the games at the time were pretty difficult, but goddamn, for a beat 'em up, this was tough. Um, you get to control Spider Man and Venom. You get to use all their moves. You know, mainly just punching. You can swing you webs. Can, you can jump. You can jump if you want. There's only three buttons on the Sega, so it's not hard to announce the controls. But even like the the webs that Spider-Man had were pretty 
basic. You could pull people to you, you could wrap them up, or you could swing behind them. Oh, you know what else is cool? The shield that doesn't block attacks from bosses. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> That was, yes, that, that was, was my favorite part. That was great. Yeah. Uh, you can do the there. You got the cool move where you can get in between them, web two people at the same time, and knock them into each other. That was nice. That was a kill, a deletion, however you want to consider it. It was harder to do more so than it, what it was worth. I would say. Yeah, I mean, you had to line yourself up and perfectly. Yeah. And, and if you missed it, they were going to beat your ass. So. Yeah, they would uh, they would surround you, and you'd be toast. Uh, like, uh, what? did you say this already? There's you only get three lives. Yeah, three lives, and uh, and one redo. One continue. Yeah. One, yeah, one continue. Which makes it tough when you uh, use all three lives on the first level, and then you Multiple have the choice. Times. Yeah, then you have the choice to continue or not, or just reset the game. And wait an extra three or four minutes for it to reset. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, the game's not great. It's... I. What would you compare it to? Uh, maybe it's not like Streets of Rage, because Streets of Rage is fun. Um, it's kind of like Final Fight for the Super Nintendo, I would, I would compare that. It's kind of like Streets of Rage if you turn it upside do- down and let a dog shit inside of the cartridge <laughs> and then stuck it back in and then turned it on. And then turned the cartridge red because yeah. it's the only red, red, yeah, yeah, red Sega cartridge. cartridge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not great. But there are some good elements. We'll talk about them. There's a lot of cameos from Marvel characters. You That's get true. You get to see Captain America. You get to see Cloak and Dagger for the first time in a game. That's those guys are sweet. Uh, Carnage is a good villain. And that storyline, that, that comic book storyline is good. Uh, it's basically Venom and Spider-Man are enemies, naturally. But they team up for the greater, against the greater foe, Carnage. He's just insane. He's just like Venom, but stronger and crazy. Uh I don't know. I what, what were your, what were some of your pros and cons here? Because I I know I liked uh, I liked it at first fighting the enemies, but I feel like it got a little repetitive because you're just fighting the same people. There's just more of them as you go along. I, I would say the gameplay for the first five minutes is fun, but then when you repeat the first five minutes for the next hour. <laughs> It loses some of its luster. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair criticism. I yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's uh, you can only fight the same fucking dude with his hat on backwards and his high socks so many times before you lose your fucking mind. Oh, you know what else I enjoyed is when the bosses from the first level become enemies in the rest of the level and they're just yeah. as tough yes. yeah and they're just as tough that that makes a lot of sense to me i think <laughs> overall as a game developer that's what i'd want to do is take a boss and just shove them in the rest of the fucking game i don't understand uh i like i get making a game difficult i can i can see that but a game more your more difficult games typically there's some uh there's some kind of development you know there's different ways to play there's 
there's ways to figure out, okay, like, okay, this guy's going to do this. I know that for next time. This isn't really that. It's more just like, okay, how can you evade the enemies better and make sure you pick them off one at a time as opposed to them all clobbering you at the same time? Because once you're getting, once, once you get in between two enemies, you're fucked. And you, They're going to take half your health. Exactly. Yeah. You you only have so many hit points, and you have to pretty pretty much conserve them, because as you progress from level to level, your your health carries over. I think if you familiar, familiar, familiarize yourself with the game, I think one of the things you can do is dodge some of those hits and move around the characters and draw them out one by one and, and fight them. If you're just going to fight them head on and let them run at you, you're gonna lose lives. You're fucked. Yeah, I, it's it's a long game. I mean, it's it's not long in terms of like uh, like if you're if you're immaculate, you can get through the game no problem. It takes about an hour. But fuck, I mean, the amount of lives that we lost and having to restart and just trying to figure out how it went. We only got to like the fourth or fifth level. I mean, we did not get that far. But I felt like I don't know if I could get much farther. And I think that's the downfall of the game. The boss fights are okay because you do get to see some actual supervillains that you don't normally see in a Spider-Man video game. I mean, there's no Green Goblin. There's no, um, you know, there's no Mysterio. There's no Doc Ock. It's it's Carnage and like his his posse. You get. Uh, what's the guy doppelganger who's yeah, doppelgangers in it just like a spider-man with eight legs i thought i was fighting a mirror when yeah, he showed up yeah scary uh you get chic which who the fuck knows who chic is um probably from the middle east yeah <laughs> it's true uh you get uh hemogoblin yeah something along those it's lines not hobgoblin it's not green goblin it's hemogoblin yeah, you're the only hobgoblin here. Thanks. Uh, and then another. There's others. There's another villain. Carry on. Who knows? Who I've never heard of him. Like for a flight, carry on. That's enough. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but I don't have that many good things to say about this. I mean, it is. It's okay for a little bit, like you said, but it just gets so goddamn repetitive. That it's not even worth, like, trying to get farther, I feel. No, no, you don't want to play this game. That's the recommendation. You don't want to play this game. It's just not... Oh, you know what? There was one good thing. No, no, my notes are wrong. No, <laughs> the graphics are dog shit. <laughs> the d- graphics yeah, are terrible. They're fucking horrible. Uh, But you, you kind of... You, you take expect like, that a little bit. I mean, 1994. Shit, that game's 25 years old. It's older than you. Is that good math? I don't know. What year? what year is it? Nineteen ninety four. Did you cross the T dot the I? Yeah, I think it's twenty five years old. That's twenty five. It's insane. Uh, but there's not that many good Spider Man games that early on. I mean, the first Spider Man game that came out for PlayStation was good, and I think they kind of progressed since then. The new one for PS four is incredible, but. Back in the Sega Genesis 16-bit days, they were not good. The early Spider-Man games were horseshit. Is Night Monkey in the new one? <laughs> There's no Night Monkey. Yeah. 
And you only get that reference if you've seen the new movie. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't, I, I did like how they, they stayed pretty true to the comic. I mean, you know, you get the Venom, Spider-Man team up. You get the cameos from the other heroes. Captain America makes an appearance. Um, which, we never really got to that point in the game. Like, the you, you can pick up uh, hero tokens and they'll jump into the fight and help you. We didn't see those. No, I, I think you have to be better at the game to get those to drop. And that's the thing. I don't know if I could be better than what I was do, doing well, today. you're pretty bad, so, I mean, there's always room for improvement. I just don't see it. I, I mean, maybe if you don't get hit at all, but then you've got that level 2 wall climbing bullshit, and maybe you chalk it up to the controller was faulty. I, th- I don't think it was. I don't know. I thought it was easy. I think you were the one having the problems. I, I, got, I got right up it. I think you're remembering this wrong. Was that backwards? So yeah. I've been wrong before. <laughs> I I don't know I the, I think this game could have benefited from and they they says it in the title Spider Man and Venom in Maximum Carnage just make the fucking game two players Spider Man and Venom together would be fun that would have made sense that would have made this game action. so much more fun and there's boss fights where you have to fight two bosses at the same time and that's not fair no one v two it's never fair that's never fair but you put Venom and Spider Man together hey. Now we're cooking. I I don't I think that would have made it. That's why like Streets of Rage is enjoyable because if you ever play Streets of Rage by yourself, it's not good. I mean, it's a good game still, but it's not as fun as it is with two players. It it makes it exponentially better. Well, 1994. What else do you have to do? You want your buddy to come over? He doesn't want to watch you play video games. You don't want to watch him. Yeah. Could you imagine just fucking renting? Maximum Carnage, Spider-Man and Venom in Maximum Carnage, and oh, then, dude, we're gonna play all night. This co-op's gonna be so awesome. Turns out it's one player. Yeah. That's a tough break. Guess you're gonna have to watch while I play. <laughs> we did that. We took turns, and it was miserable yeah. the whole time. Uh, where else do we go with this? I don't know. I don't know. Sucky game. Go ahead, give us. I, enc- I encourage you to buy it. I mean. Help, th- help the local vendors out. It's not a cheap game either. I think I think it's around. I mean, it's cheap compared to like new games, but for a retro game, I want to say it's like twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah, if not, you hadn't have stole it, what was the price tag on it? Well, I stole it years ago. It was cheaper then. It's, it's, it's yeah. well, inflation. I think honestly, I think this is Dylan's game. I think I did steal it from him. Oh, we'll see. He Free. may have let me borrow it, but. All the drugs have consumed his brain, so... He's probably never got past level one, let's be fair. Oh, I can't imagine. I've seen him play other games. It's not good. Dylan, we miss you, bud. Love you. Rest in peace. Yeah. Pour a little out for you. <laughs> so, okay. Final thoughts and ratings. Or review. Wait, uh, final... What is it? Final thoughts and ratings. Final thoughts and ratings. How do I know this and you don't? Habit listener. Okay. Well, I don't know about You that. go first. You're oh, the okay. guest. It's a dog shit game. I'm not impressed. Graphics were not great. I'm not a huge side scroller fan anyway. That kind of genre really doesn't appeal to me. Um, that said, I'm giving it a solid 4.23. Okay, that's not solid at all. Well, it's solid somewhere. We'll round it. Uh, 4.2. 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 4. Point... That's not a bad score. I think that's pretty damn 
Damn good. Are you going to be harder on it? I mean... Uh, no, because I kind of... Like, I like the idea of the game. A Spider-Man Venom team up against Carnage. I like Carnage as the villain. Well, yeah, I like the idea and of the game. I know you said that the graphics were not good, and they're not great. But I do like the cutscenes. I like the... Com- it's a very comic book feeling game. I'm going to give it... <laughs> I did not like it. I'm going to give it... <laughs> I wanted to give it higher, but I don't know. Don't be a don't be a fanboy. I think I'm gonna get like a three point seven. It's oh, not you're, good. Oh, you're being worse than me. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be better, but I couldn't. That that game does not feel like a four point game. So did Iron Man. He died. So too soon. Yeah, too soon. Okay, all right. That's the review. Um, we're gonna take another short break. When we get back, we got a game. I think. Uh, we'll see you there. Okay, and we're back. Uh, we came up with a fun little game, I think. We're going to be doing a little, uh, basically, superhero f- fight? Competition? I guess. So, the idea behind it is Roach and I will each pick a hero, a Marvel hero. This is Marvel-themed. And... We have five in mind, and then we will decide who would win in a fight against each other. Sounds lame when I say it out loud, it but the, the, probably the worst explanation I've ever fucking heard. I think that's it's like a it's like a superhero it's a, fight. It's a personal top five ranking of who you think would win in a fight, but we versus don't know. an unknown enemy. Right, we don't know. We're each just giving out a hero, and then we will discuss who would win in that fight. So. Let's just start it off and see if it's better than your shit explanation. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you, do you, you wanna, who wants to go first? Do you want a rock paper scissors for this or no? You no. just go. You right. go. You're the guest. Well, yeah. Who's your number one? I'll give you my number one. Uh, my number one is Thor. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, uh, I went with Wolverine. Well, God of Thunder, you already lose. Mm, not true. Uh, Wolverine. Well, you've got metal in you, and I'll just regenerates shock the shit out of you. though. No. He's lived through many wars. Well, guess what? Thor's going to aim for the head. Game over. Uh, Wolverine will regenerate. Have you ever... uh, He's going to chop him into a billion pieces. Okay, now listen. There is a comic where... I'm I'm pulling... This is going to get a little nerdy. Yeah, it's too late for that. There's a comic where 
Wolverine is fighting a superhero. I think his name is... Or a supervillain, sorry. He's... Uh, Choppy McChopperson? Something nuke or he's... Basically, this villain's superpower is to make himself explode and then he he can, like, uh, regenerate. Like you and your teenage years in bed. He night. gets right up close to Wolverine and he explodes. And then... Uh, the the comic shows Wolverine and just a skeleton. No flesh, nothing. Why didn't the bones scatter? Next frame, cause he's anim- adamantium, adamantium, whatever the fuck. Next frame, he's fully regenerated, cause he just comes back. Yeah, bones aren't connected to each other though. He's got that adamantium skeleton, dude. It's the oh, strongest so metal, the, and so the ligaments Stronger. are too. All the ligaments connecting the bones. Yeah. Oh my god, that's stupid. See, that's why Thor wins. What if Wolverine just cut Thor in the neck? Right through his neck. Just... Shink! Then Thor would be like, oh, that tickled. No, he'd be like, now oh, I'm, I'm dead. with my fucking hammer. No. I disagree. I think Wolverine could win. I don't think he wins this fight at all. You're telling me that... That's tough. That's tough. This is a tough argument. I have to stick by my guns, but... Thor's cool. We're talking Chris Hemsworth Thor, or are we talking comic Thor? Well, I mean, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is cool. He's handsome. I mean, he's yeah, he handsome. can't beat that. He's a hunk. Uh, okay, you know what? I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll let you have it, but I do not think... I think Wolverine wins that fight, and I think you know it. So, maybe in the next one, if it's close, you... Lean towards me. Okay. Right. We'll see how I feel about that. Okay. Number two. Uh, I'll I'll say mine. Okay. Uh, I went Rocket Raccoon. Well, that probably doesn't bode well for you because I went Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah. Rocket's smarter. Uh, well, she's telepathic. Rocket uh, has a big gun. She's telekinetic as well. <laughs> So. Okay. Yeah, you win that one. Okay, so yeah. that sucks. Uh, I thought we were just going off the beat characters here. You going? Well, this is the most powerful. I, of all time. I don't want to lose. So yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Number three. You go first. Well, I went with uh, another pretty strong one, Doctor Strange. I went Nightcrawler. Yeah. I don't think you win that one either. He can teleport. What if he just teleported behind Doctor Strange and snapped his neck? What if Doctor Strange created a reality that he couldn't fight in? Uh, you don't know that Doctor Strange can do that. He's never done that. Well. <laughs> so you're just making up powers for Doctor Strange. Powers that you've not seen. Now if he snapped Doctor Strange's neck and then he... You know, turn time Reverse back. Time. That would be a better argument, but Nightcrawler. I'm taking Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, he's not a killer, but he could be in this scenario. Also, I think he could stab him right through the heart with his. You go right for the kill. Yeah, you have to in this scenario. I think you go for a throat rip then. <laughs> MacGruber style. I like it. Well, okay, I well, win. That I'll one. give you one. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Nightcrawler. Attack. Nightcrawler's. I understand that. All right, you go ahead. Oh right, wait, do I have to say mine? What well, does he have to blink to do that, or? Uh... No, no. All right. 
just think he just has to see where he wants to go and he, he just goes. wants to do it and it happens exactly uh whose turn is it it's my turn yeah uh ant-man hmm i went the hulk <laughs> okay this is an easy one ant-man wins because he climbs up his butthole and exactly that's, God damn that's it. a guarantee he climbs up his butthole and just makes himself into giant man hulk's dead <laughs> now do you think that that kills him or do you think he just can't expand uh i don't know that's tough that yeah, he, there's that's a question yeah, he, we don't have can, the answer he to. can he can block a bullet so maybe he can block the expansion with his anus maybe. cavity do you think his anal cavity has the powers of his outside body? But it makes it I really hard to poop. I don't know if Hulk can die. I, actually, I think Hulk can die. Has he ever died in any comic book to yes, your he knowledge? Has. Yes. Old Man Logan. Wolverine killed him. How so? Cut his head off. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's... We'll give that one to you. <coughs> Ant Man. I mean, that's just that's that's the classic climb up, climb up the butthole, expand to Giant Man, explode the body from the inside. It's classic. I did that to a girl one time. A lot of people were saying, yeah, okay. A lot of people were saying uh, that's what Ant Man should have done to Thanos. Yeah, that was very popular online. Yeah, didn't child's happen. play. It didn't, didn't happen. happen though. Uh, okay, number five. You're t- you gotta go. See, I had one for my heartstrings, but it's two to two. I don't want to lose. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna pull the big guns. Okay, well I will too then, bitch. You were gonna go Captain America, weren't you? Yeah, he's very beatable. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty fucking beatable. But so are the other people on this list, though. I mean, hmm. <laughs> Fucking pick, bitch. I'm gonna do Wolverine. I already did Wolverine. Well, I'm gonna do him again. You can't. That was one of the rules. Fuckface. No copying. Okay. Fine then, Iron Man. <sighs> Easy, Magneto. <laughs> it just collapse him. Are you kidding? Well, you know what? <laughs> Magneto can control metal. Iron is a metal. You just collapse it into a ball. A little fucking, like, uh... Just turn him into a basketball. Well, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> My other pick was going to be... Give me another. Well, okay. So, I'll give, I'll give you a little rundown on what I had left here. Okay. Obviously, you you called it. I was going to go with Captain America. Of course, you love him. Who, Who would doesn't? you have... Well, yeah, I mean, he's... Who would I have that's went America's up against ass. Captain America? <laughs> that is America's ass. Uh, I would go against Captain America on my list... I got okay. I got. Uh, I picked Ghost Rider. I don't know what his powers are. Damn you! Because I was gonna put him on my list too. I like Ghost Rider. Yeah, I'm not sure that he has any powers other than he turns into a fucking flaming ghost. He's got that whip. I mean, Nick Cage played him so. And I don't think that movie was that bad, was it? I didn't. I didn't think the first one was that bad. I'm not sure that I've seen. Is there a second, second and third or the second one? Uh, they replaced he pisses him with, fire. Did they replace him with John Stamos in the second one? No, were they supposed to? No, I was just wishful thinking. I don't know. No, it's uh still, uh still Nick Cage. That's uh something vengeance or fire vengeance or 
Vengeance of Fire. Maybe. I don't know. I made that up. Uh, but yeah, Ghost Rider. I don't. I like that character. I don't know much about him other than he rides that bike and he's got that whip. And he pisses fire. And he pisses fire in the second one. I know uh, somebody that had that happen in college, but I think it was a different scenario. Yeah. Uh, then I had Black Panther. Because, I mean... He's cool. He's pretty fucking cool. Alright, what about... Uh, okay, I counter your Black Panther with... Quicksilver. Fucking fast as lightning, dude. You can't fucking see him. That's a stupid fucking character. <laughs> Portrayed stupidly, yes. I will yeah. give you that. I didn't think Age of Ultron was a bad movie. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a pretty good movie. It is not loved, but... I don't think it's the strongest of them. No, definitely not. There's a lot of fighting in it, which I like. Um, Captain America Civil War was a better movie overall. Captain America Civil War is one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it could have made a better Avengers movie than what Age of Ultron did. Age of Ultron almost could have just been another Iron Man movie. True. With some with some guest appearances. Okay, that's true. That was there was a pretty sick fight at the end though. It was a good fight. Love a good fight scene. Yeah. I I'm glad that so that one was Joss Whedon. He did the first Avengers, which I like and it does hold up. Then he also did Age of Ultron, but then after that the Russo brothers took over and every movie they've made for Marvel is my favorites. They did Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. Shitting out money. That yeah, they're. I heard a statistic. Uh, they. They're on the list of like top ten. Um, fuck. What's the. Like they've made the most money. They're like top ten most most. How do I say this? Top ten highest earning directors of all time. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess that's that. number one, Steven Spielberg, but and then Michael Bay is number two, I think. But the Russo brothers are like up there. Well, if they keep it up, they're gonna they're just they, gonna keep breaking it in. I don't know if they're doing any more Marvel ones. I'd like to see them do another. What uh? What did we just talk about them moving on to? Russo brothers. Um. Did you say they're the ones that are doing this? Uh, Star Wars? No, 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 no. no. The Star Wars, that's going to be the guys from Game of Thrones. Oh, the guys from Game of Thrones, that's right. The Russo Brothers, I don't know what they're doing next. Just some indie movies, I think. They've made a fuck ton of money. Drinking some Mai Tais on the beach? Probably. I would retire if I made that much money. Yeah. But they do know a lot about the comics, so maybe they just like doing them. I can imagine that'd be a pretty fun job. Uh, yeah, uh, make superhero movies all day. Yeah, that'd be fucking terrible. But they do such a good job. Like, okay, just think about Endgame. Even, like, the the, the slightest callback, like, um, when... Oh, what was I just fucking thinking about? God damn it. Ah, uh, fuck. They just, they, they make reference to things that make... That just remind people of certain movies. So, like, okay, for Winter Soldier, you've got whenever all those portals open up at the end, and then you got Falcon flying in, and he's just, like, on your left. That's a callback line. Why would you not, like, how, how do you not feel something from that line? Like, that's just, like, okay, that's cool. Or even, you know, Captain America getting the hammer. 
They mentioned it a little bit in Age of Ultron, and you always kind of knew that he deserved it, but they when tickle it happened... Your, they tickle your pickle a little bit in that one. Just oh a God. little teaser. That's the best movie. It's probably my favorite movie ever. The more I think about it, I think about it every day. There's moments of Endgame that I think about every day. <laughs> you need help. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. But, but we, t- we talked about doing a, a best of movies of all time, but... It'd be a tough list. Endgame would be up there. Be a difficult list, yeah. Endgame would be top five, probably Phantom Menace. You take that back. <laughs> I swear to God, I will murder you right here in your own house. Okay, that's the game. That was okay. That was not bad. We it could probably bad. do different renditions. Um, For sure. It would be nice if we had some people send some in and we'll argue them. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. You could always do it with DC characters, but <laughs> who cares about that? Hey, Batman versus Superman. Who wins? I'm Batman. Hmm. Turns out we saw the movie. Nobody wins. Yeah. Well. Um. Okay. Uh, let's move on to recommendations. Roach, you're a newbie here. You got any recommendations this week? Uh. Yeah. I'm probably a little behind the times, but I just watched the uh, the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. What's that called? It's on Netflix. It's uh, extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did not see it. Uh, I do not like stuff like that, but yes. I think no. Zach Efron's a pretty good actor. He reminded me of a younger version of you, so... That's nice. Apparently he's attractive. No. So I'm told. I, I was talking about the rapey murder part. But, <laughs> okay. okay yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay, that'll be cut. I, I did not see that, but yes, okay. Thank you for the recommendation. I will probably not watch it. I actually have one more as well. I watched it this week. Uh... Uh, Batman Begins, have you ever heard of it? I like a, Batman Begins. It's a yes. fucking good movie. Did you watch that this week? Yeah. Damn. That's weird. That's a weird one to go back to. Why wouldn't you just watch Dark Knights, the good one? Because I wanted to start from the beginning. That's why, why they call it Batman Begins. Why didn't you just... Because it begins the series. Why? Okay, if you're going to do that, why not just watch Batman 89? Did you want me to watch Michael Keaton and... <laughs> Danny DeVito and... Jack Nicholson. Really, I think probably Val the, Kilmer. Oh, Val Kilmer was definitely George Clooney. I Jim mean, come Carrey. on, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Out of the four original Batman's, which one, if you had to watch one right now, which one would it be? Christian Bale for sure. No, I mean like the four, the oh, first uh, four. One. The, there's Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. You have to watch one of them right now, tonight. You have to watch one. Which is it? Which one was the one with the penguin? Batman Returns. Yeah, probably that one. Ew, wrong. The answer is Batman Forever. Hey, you know what? We, we should play another game after this. It's called Fill Up the Bathtub and Drown You in It. I, I have not seen Batman Forever probably since I was 10. You know why? It's a terrible movie. Because it's a dog shit movie. Tommy Lee Jones, man. Remember? Seriously, fill the bathtub up. (laughs) Okay, my recommendations. I watched... I actually watched this last week, but we didn't do a podcast last week. Sorry about that. Uh, I watched A Simple Favor starring Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick. Very good movie. Is there... uh... Is there any nudies? No. Hmm. So not your style. Yeah, I give it a, a zero. It was good. It was good. I don't normally like movies like that, but it was very, 
mysterious. I uh, did not know what was going on for most of it, but then it all kind of all kind of molded together at the end. Like a movie should? Mm. Hmm. This is good. I'll be damned. I didn't know who the bad guy was. And even after I've watched it, I still don't know who it is. It was Thanos. <sighs> Damn. Spoiler alert. Simple favor. Fucking watch it. I don't want to spoil anything more. But the premise is that uh, there's these two uh, mothers who become friends and then one disappears and the other one kind of takes over her life and it is very fucking good. I'll have to check it out. You should, dude. I, if I was Rotten Tomatoes critic and I gave it a score out of 100, I would give it like a 94. Wow. It's good. That's pretty fucking high. It is good. That's uh, that's a high rating. It's a good movie. Okay, that's the end of the podcast. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at CouchCo1. You can follow us on Instagram at CouchCo1. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe, download the episodes, leave a review. Five stars only. Uh, what else we got? Um, you can listen to us on Google, Stitcher, any... Podcast apps, really, except for Spotify. Still working on that. Reddit. Reddit. Dylan says he posted. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> um, let's see. Special thanks to Kenny Mack for the theme song. Special thanks to Christopher Barry for the logo. Barry. Barry boy. Uh, until next time, I'm your host, Andy Yeager. And I'm Roach. And Dylan, sorry we missed you, buddy. But we'll get you back on next week. Uh, until next time, see you later. Peace.